Welcome to the Legacy Building Project 101. You're with Bella Benefield Armstrong, and today we're going to talk about legacy building. Disclaimer for the show this is for entertainment purposes only. I am not a lawyer and I am not in any position to give out legal or financial advice. These are just amusing thoughts I have every day about leaving a legacy. These are not any ideas that are a reflection or a thought from the United States government or any other foreign entity. That's all and I hope you enjoy the show. Good morning. Today, the topic is going to be the legacy that my grandmother left. And I say this because uh, it was the first thing on my desk this morning. I thought, you know, why not talk about the legacy, one of the many legacies that my 98-year-old grandmother left when she departed this world in 2020. Um, And what was sitting on my desk was a copy of Love Inspired Suspense. Now you may ask, what is that? Well, it's like a Christian version of Harlequin Romance. (laughs) Except for you leave out all the steamy stuff. uh, And it's basically a really good suspense novel that eventually at the end, the heroine gets a kiss from the hero and they're supposed to go off and live happily ever after and you just assume the ending. uh, As far as them getting married or whatnot. Um, I really enjoy these. These are a lot of fun. And so uh, I got this idea of reading these, uh, especially the past two years with the pandemic. And I was reading a few of these before the pandemic, but not as often. I didn't have a lot of time to do leisurely reading. But um, when my grandmother passed away, at some point we were all asked to decide what we might want of her possessions and she had like oh my goodness a lot of grandchildren I wish I could remember all the numbers and a lot of great-grandchildren like like double the great-grandchildren and she even had a great-great-grandchild who was about one or two years old so imagine trying to decide you know what would I want to remember about my grandmother and that's in her possessions of some sort and one of the stories about her life that I really loved or or habits that she had that I really loved and is a good memory for me was the fact that every time you went into her home she had this little shelf behind her recliner chair well it wasn't little it was actually about a six tiered shelf and it was built into the wall and it was just lined row after row of these love inspired suspense or Christian romance and then there were these other books they're a little bit larger and they're written about the Quakers but it would be like a gentle uh, life story of the Quakers and their challenges and then how they might fall in love with someone or be told to marry someone they didn't want to marry and then they had to figure it out and she had all these interesting books like that so you kind of were always intrigued by the fact that yeah she reads these books Uh, and that's something that in our generation we take for granted and we don't do as much leisure reading, and we do more technology and scroll on Facebook and social media. And it was always kind of nice uh, to see that uh, 
she still read all these books and um i think her and one of my aunts really enjoyed this hobby together and so when my mom asked me what i wanted she said you know what would you want of you know your grandmothers i said the books <laughs> the books books were um one of my favorite fond memories of my grandmother she had many good qualities and stories i loved but the books to me were um a form of resiliency my grandmother was uh, in a marriage that did not end happily and her spouse chose to move to california in the 1950s and she was raising four girls by herself and so um, even though she believed in God she chose to divorce because he was not taking care of the family and he was not present and it was a ridiculous situation if you ask me because um, she was trying to raise four girls that were under the age of well I know my mom was around seven or eight years old um, and I won't tell you the rest of the girls' ages, but it was a very stressful thing for my grandmother to go through, and I would consider it even unforgivable. Um, and so she elected to divorce, which was not popular in the 1950s, um, and I don't want to disrespect her memory by talking about it too much, but I want to say the reason, I, these are the reasons I find the book so intriguing to me, is that a woman who was... Um, abandoned by love and she was a good woman um, and for her to sit for over 50 years and read Christian romance novels just intrigued me I was like when I was younger I was like why does she bother I wouldn't want to read that I, you know because I was newly divorced in my 20s um, I also had similar uh, situation uh, with a husband who just wanted to take off and do what he pleased and and who also mine was a little worse he took um all the funds so I had no money uh in any of my accounts and um it was bad so um I really was bitter and didn't really find reading romance novels to be very entertaining when I was in my 20s uh, but I could it just perplexed me that she would read those of all types of books because <laughs> there's all kinds of books in this world you know you got mystery you got uh non-fiction you've got a uh, scientific stuff you got well she wouldn't read sci-fi of course she wasn't a star wars fan i'm sure but you know i'm just saying of all books to read after that kind of cold bitter betrayal you would want to sit for 50 years and on your leisure time read love inspired suspense novels so after I got in my 40s, I had to mellow out. You know, I had a lot of anger and resentment for a long time from the 20s and 30s. Um, and the things that came after that were also nowhere near as what one would expect in the dating arena to occur. And um, so I was never interested in these books at all. But when I hit my 40s, I think I started going to talk to my nan a little bit and would hang out and I learned more about her. And uh, Nan, I call her Nan. She was my grandmother, but she liked to be called Nan. And um, we'd talk about these things. And then one day we talked about these books. And I asked her why she read these. And she said they were good. They reminded her of um, 
you know, good romance. And uh, they were Christian-based scenarios. And uh, I said, okay. So I think she offered me one to take home to read. So I took one home to read, and I got hooked. <laughs> and then after I read it, I realized, and it was it was not, you know, like uh, these famous authors kind of writing. It was ju just basic template, you knew, cookie cutter, kind of what's going to happen next kind of scenarios. But what I learned from reading the book, well, I could see the perspective of my grandmother was that this is the way men should treat women. And that's why she read the books because it was a good reminder of how men should treat women and how life can be if you meet the right person and I was in my 40s and I was still thinking and clinging and hoping that one day I would meet the right person who would treat me like this <laughs> um and, and it was great and these are like working suspense novels it's not like weird romantic dinners on the cruises I'm not into that stuff anyway but these are like working people and um the stories are very interesting and we're gonna go to a break and I'll be right back Okay, and we're back. Okay, and so in my 40s, uh, I would spend a little bit of time each year going down to visit my grandmother, and we would talk about life and how to garden and how to uh, live on your own and take care of your property and stuff like that, how to build savings, things I've still not mastered, but I do have a goal of doing because she inspired that, and that's another legacy we'll talk about later that my nan left, but... Um, the books were fun. So it was sort of like you'd go to her house. Oh, she actually had two shelves. I didn't say it. she had one shelf that was really nice behind her recliner that had like six shelves and it was full of these books and photos of family. Um, but there was another shelf when you walked in the door of her house and it was about, it was metal and it was cool. It was like retro sixties and it had about three shelves on it and it was just full from one end of the bookshelf to the other of Christian romance and Christian suspense and Quaker romance books. And, um, yeah. And, and, oh, I forgot the reason she had so many, what well, her and my aunt is what my mother told me. Her and my aunt used to exchange books. And I didn't know that, um, until after she passed. And I, I thought that was just amazing, but I always knew that she also acquired my, my nan, my grandmother, she acquired these love inspired romance and suspense books from the local Christian uh, charity that she volunteered at sometimes. So she would purchase a few of these, um, like a quarter a piece or whatever, and she'd bring some home and read them. And when she got through reading them, she'd put them on the shelf near the door so that when someone come to visit, if they wanted to read it, she would, you know, loan it out or, or just give it to them. She never told me to bring one back, but um, sometimes I did. It was really good when I'd bring it back. But, um, yeah, it's a special memory I have of my grandmother. So that's the legacy uh, she left that I really enjoyed. She left a lot of legacies, but this is one of the ones I really enjoyed. And I didn't take all the books, by the way. <laughs> that would be totally ridiculous. I couldn't read all those books. Um, 
but uh, I did take about 10 or 20. I think my mom loaded up another bag of these books for me. There's still plenty still in the house um, uh, that she left and my aunt uh, acquired. And uh, we still go visit. It's like a family place to still go visit. And uh, it's interesting how life turns out. But those books are just a fun memory. They make me smile every time I think about them. Yeah. That's the good stuff. That's the good kind of legacy uh, I really enjoy sharing. So, um, yeah, it makes me a little emotional. So I apologize if I sound a little stopped up because I am had to take a break a while ago <laughs> it's one of my favorite memories all right well that's it for today's show guys and gals um leaving a legacy of love inspired suspense novels <laughs> it can be a good thing it can be a lot of fun to share with others too when you get through reading a book pass it on that's all i have for today i hope you have a great weekend and Check back with us next week. If you have a legacy tip or idea or something you're starting new in your life that you'd like to share with us, please feel free to email me at bellabenefieldarmstrong1 at gmail.com. And the email should be included in the uh, caption of the title for the show. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.